WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song. This is the Firefly Funhouse, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, aka the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my off days is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night now experience the magical art of puppetry. (laughs) What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. And make a pose. Repeat side to side, high and low. Shake your feathers and point your toes. Now say gobble, gobble, gobble. Welcome to the Rack Gobble Gobble Wobble Wobble Thanksgiving Spectacular right here on WildTalkRadio.com. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, like I just said, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way. I don't know why I have problems with that word. Follow the channel, post in the archive, or hang out and chat. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. Maybe you have dipped a little bit into the eggnog already. Who knows? Or maybe you had a little wine. Who knows? But I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. Maybe. You're muted. Or there's no sound. Maybe. 
did he leave me? Keep talking. Okay, alright. He left me, y'all. Rock went out to get milk. He'll be back. So anyway, we are here. We're doing a short show for you because, well, it's the holidays and we want to go celebrate. So we are going to do WWE Survivor Series. We will be previewing the show for you and talking about it. And then directly after this show, we'll be CB Radio Not So Live, maybe, um, where they will be talking all about the A of the E of the W's and what happened on that show. Um, but yes, Dad, he didn't leave us. He didn't leave us. Like I said, he just went to get milk. It's fine. It's nobody panic. Nobody panic. We were just putting the turkey together. He ran out of stuff. He had to run to the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Run to the store. Yeah, we're see, here. We're here. See, he's back. It's fine. Nobody panic. It's fine. Yeah, mic wasn't working, so I had to fix it. So here we are. I like how your mic was working right up until I know it was, button. and then the volume button on the part mm-hmm. that's not set up. Went all the way down. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. So I was talking and nothing was coming out. Love sound. It's fine. I was going to say, I was sitting here. I'm like, I intro you and then you're just little icons flashing up. And I'm like, you're... It's not working. So. No sound? Had to readjust it. We're good now. We are? We're are good. We sure? I don't know. Just add it to the list of problems. At Wild Talk Radio. At Rock Radio Show. It's working on Wild Talk Radio.com. Rock Radio Show.com. Right here on Twitch.tv. As you mentioned, we're doing two shows tonight. The Rack. And then CBR Not So Live live so it should be a fun exciting show yes and we don't have any news we don't have any notes we are just talking to the survivor series which is this saturday on the peacocks in the united states and wwe network everywhere else and find pay-per-view providers everywhere they did a very good show last night on raw um to sort of drive it home i look forward to watching smackdown maybe if i'm around i don't know let's we'll see um, but this is shaping up to be a very solid, fun show. It is shaping up to be a fun show, and let's all speculate now. CM Punk will be there live in Chicago this Saturday on Peacock and the, and the WWE Network for Survivor Series, right? God, I hope not. Because, you know, he's coming for revenge on Randy Orton. They're going to take him out like Randy took him out. Years ago, right? Can you, can you not manifest that? Can you just not do that? Like, please, please, please don't do that. No, no, no one deserves that. No one needs that in their life. I mean, it could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just saying that nobody needs it. No one needs it, but Twitter needs it. There's a there's a section of Twitter that wants it, that needs it, that needs CM Punk because you know they're the ones looking through video footage. Oh my god, the silhouette that ba- you can barely see has arms crossed. You know, that's gotta be CM Punk. Y'all don't stretch. They're, they're stretching. Y'all, ever since Boo Boo did the the White Rabbit Chase, everybody's into conspiracy theories now. You're all conspiracy theorists. It's, no, no, just no. Can we stop manifesting this, please? Just stop. That would be lovely. Thank you. Anyway. I mean, it, it could, it's possible. It's like every, everything It's possible. People will manifest something. When it comes to Phil. Okay. They're I'm just going for, to say they're, this. They're looking for everything. I mean, Pep, they're selling Pepsi at the United Center. So, you know, it's that's fucking got... Chicago. Okay. All right. I'm just going to say this. Never say never in wrestling, as you often like to say. Never say never in wrestling. Yes. But I'm just going to throw this out there. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to break people's hearts. 
but I'm just going to say it anyway. If he comes back, it will not be what you want it to be. He will come back, he will be subjected to WWE writing, which you all believe is mediocre anyway, so at most he will be mediocre at best. That's if he can stay healthy long enough to be mediocre at best because of the writing. And if he can't, then he will be gone and off your TVs anyway, so it won't matter, and it'll be just like he never showed up, and then eventually he will get tired of everything, he will throw a fit, he will get fired, and that will be that. But, Tell me I'm wrong. But but for those moments of, of, of time, the fan base that is in love, that enjoys, that wants, that needs, that begs for CM Punk, will be satisfied. Why? Why do you do that? I really want to know. I really want to know the answer to that question. I really, because I do not understand why. That people love CM Punk? Why people, yeah, why people crave him. Because he's the best in the world. Do you know how many how many people have laid claim to that title? Yes, and they have the most interesting fan bases all of them. And just saying, just... they want him, they need him, they desire him, they want him to go, they want him to go out and finish his story. And close his chapter. Because he did not close it in AEW. It it, it just went down completely downhill. And it didn't get the and, ending that he, would, that he and believes he, and they believe he deserves. And you know whose fault that is? Phil Brooks. Yeah. Just like the WWE story. You know whose fault that is? That it never got finished? Vince McMahon. <laughs> no. Triple in a. part. In part. But not completely. So I'm just saying. He is. If he could stay out of his own way long enough to not get fired, good on him. I just, like, it, okay, when he was, when it was the early aughts, and he was, like, anti-establishment, and fuck the man, and all that other shit, yeah, it was great, it was awesome, but he's not like that anymore. He's better now. How is he better? I don't know. People believe he's better. He's changed. Anyway, he's changed now. If he shows up, he shows up. Never say never in wrestling. I'm not counting on it, brother. I'm not counting on it though. Neither am I. And uh, what, because... but 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 guess what? You know what happens? What? He does not show up. Do you know what that means? We all have a happy weekend after Thanksgiving. No, no, no. He's number thirty in the Royal Rumble. Oh God, it's too early to start that. Sorry, it's already it's already been started. I'm sorry, but that's what's happening in the internet. This is like when they start Christmas in July. Anyway, we are not going to talk anymore about M. Punk. No? We're done with, with Punk? We're done with Punk. Because okay. he's not a thing. He's not going to be there. Okay. So Let's what do talk you... about the people that are going to be there. Okay, let's do that. Where do you want to start? Let's start with Carlito versus Santos Escobar. So Santos decided that he had enough of, of, of his idol, Rey Mysterio, picking... And bringing in someone else to their family, and he so that person was Carlito. He's not accepting of Carlito into the family, even though they worked well together at Backlash. But that's beside the point. Um, so Santos cost Ray accidentally the U.S. title when he lost to Logan Paul, and then Santos decided to attack one Ray Mysterio a couple weeks ago on SmackDown on Fox, leading to Carlito now standing up for an injured Ray Mysterio and wanting revenge against. Santos Escobar. Should be a good match. Santos, as we talked about on Sunday, is now full-fledged heel again. He has to reestablish himself. So you would think it would be a lock that he wins on, on Saturday. But then there's Carlito. He just came back. You're really going to put him under to have him you know, take a defeat this early on? I mean, it's, it's kind of weird because you want to establish Carlito in one fashion. But then there's Santos, who you want to get over as well. What are your thoughts? I always love me some Carlito. 
I always love me to watch Carlito succeed. Yes. Um, especially since the last time he was here, it was not as successful. Um, but at the same time, I do adore Santos Escobar. I think he is a phenomenal talent. I very much enjoy his work. Um, and I think if you are trying to get Santos over as a heel, especially at Ray's expense, much in the same way that they did with Dominic, and I think I think that's the only thing I haven't really liked is when Santos was like, Dominic was right about you. <laughs> Dom was right. Dom was right. Not because Dom was right, but just because it's like they had to bring Dominic into this. It's like, no, you you don't need to bring Dominic into this. You can You can have Santos have his own beef with ray and basically be like you're selfish you're you know you're a glory hog you're a spotlight hog you don't give anybody a chance you don't support anybody blah 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 blah. you know you're a diva if if you will if you will if you will like so i think that's my one complaint about it is like just let santos have his own beef and not bring anybody else into this. Um, I think what will be interesting is how the LWO splits and who goes with who. Because obviously Ray's out with knee, with a knee injury, right? So he's gone for several months before he can come back. And that's if he decides to come back. Which I'm sure he will. Oh, um, he, will. he will come back, yeah. So it's, does, do Zelina and the boys stay together and they stay with Carlito? Do some of them go with Santos Escobar? Um, I will say it would be interesting to see Santos on his own just because he's been in an incarnation of Legado del Fantasma and then flowing into the LWO for several years now. Mm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because when he was leading Legado down in NXT and it was really at its height, it was really, really good. They did everything right with Santos, um, but it kind of fell off. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. The group kind of fell off. They put him in the LWO to sort of give him something to do. Um, I don't think he's shined as much. I think Zelina Vega has benefited greatly from all of this, as she should, but I think Santos has kind of taken a little bit of a hit. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing Santos solo and on his own, especially split from Joaquin and I don't know his... Cruz Del Toro. Thank you. I was going to call him Raul, and it's like, that's not right. I, I could see that. Then you want to see him on his own, but I also feel like his character needs people, needs henchmen, which is why it worked down in NXT. Um, it needs henchmen? There was talk of having um, Garza and... Humberto. Does Carlito's brother still, does Primo still work for WWE? No. I was going to say. No, um, Humberto and whoever I just mentioned, Garza. Angel. Angel Garza come up from NXT and be his henchmen. I thought they were up from NXT. Right? No, they went back down to NXT. Oh. They've been working as a tag team in NXT. Doing real well. They, they just attacked the family tonight. Um, oh. So they're gonna, probably going to get into a tag team title situation there. But I could see them bringing them up. Just, just because it kind of would work, but it'd be curious to see Santos work as a heel on his own. I, I hope he has success. Like he's really talented in the ring. He's a really good performer. But you gotta, what is his ceiling? And that's what they have to figure out right now. And I think that's what they're doing. Like I think he could be on his own for a little while to establish himself, and then have new men, like have him recruit new henchmen, and that would be fine. Like not have him go for many many months on his own but maybe like a couple weeks to a month just to see just to see how it goes just to see how it feels to see if he can have that sort of breakout moment um 
and if not, you can always put him back either with um, with the boys or with somebody else. Like, you can always form a faction. It's not that difficult. No, um, it's, it's not. While I will say, I feel like Santos will win on Saturday, and I expect the brass knuckles to play a part. I expect massive ass shenanigans in this match. I'm expecting him to pull out the brass knuckles to knock out Carlito and get the win. You can't rebuild Legato without taking um, the tag team out of LWO, which you can absolutely do. The problem is, is that you need another faction for either the LWO or Legato to feud with, and you don't have that right now. You have the bloodline, but the bloodline is kind of in shambles, and the only person that could legitimately go for Roman would be Ray. It would take a lot of work to build Santos up as a legitimate threat for Roman. And I'm not saying it can't be done. It could absolutely be done. But you would need several months to build Santos into a credible challenger for Roman with and have Legato behind him as a force. Beyond that, your only other group that you can really have him go for would be um, Judgment Day. And I think they tried that before, and it really, 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 really didn't work it, wor- it well. Mean, it worked all right, and that's what led to Backlash, but it was a quick build to Backlash, and then it was done. Yeah, so, like, I, I want to see him on his own. I think the only the only thing might be the promos might be a little difficult for him, but they can find a way around that. Yeah, his promos will be all right. So, anyway, who you got? I love Carlito, but, excuse me, I have to go with Santos. I think I think the priority here is to build a new heel in Santos Escobar, mm-hmm. and you can always give Carlino the win back, especially if he's going to take over the leadership of the LWO from Ray until Ray comes back. Um, but I think Santos is going to win. I think he's going to find a way to win. Going Santos as well. The magical wheel of fun earlier tonight spun for Carlito, but will the magic eight ball say Santos wins? Outlook's good. Outlook looks good for Santos picking up the win thanks to the magic eight ball. What's next? The Intercontinental Championship will be on the line as the Miz takes on Gunther for the title. So, this was, as we talked about, possibly being a triple threat match, but Dan got screwed up a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. Ricochet kicked out when he probably wasn't supposed to. Leading to Miz and Gunther trying to build a match. And the build has been okay. But Monday night, they had a really good Miz TV with Miz and, and, and Gunther. Miz really sold his story and, and talked about everything um, that he needed to. And he's really good at just building up a match. He's good at selling the match. Making, like, this, this nonsensical match. It's just two guys taking a fight. But Miz turned it up and made you actually believe. Then he told, told a story about bullying. And, and Gunther talked about Miz being bullied younger and younger. And now, you know, just pushed it. He pushed Miz's buttons on, on Raw. And then Miz fired back and knocked down the bully with a low blow, of course. Like you do. Like you do. And gave him the skull-crushing finale. But he, he stood his ground up against and Gunther. And Gunther got a really good promo. Like, you're really good at entertaining me. It's something he told him, like. That is what you do really, really well. And it's like, one, it was a really good promo by Gunther. It was a fantastic promo by Miz. They hard-sold the match. It went from a just, oh, it's Gunther versus Miz having a match at the event to, it's, okay, it's Gunther and Miz. Miz is former two-time Grand Slam champion in WWE and nine-time Intercontinental champion, two-time WWE champion. They made you believe that this matchup 
means something. And they did it with one promo on Monday Night Raw. I really liked how they did it. I really like because we all know Gunther's winning. Like, there's no doubt in anyone's mind that he's he's winning this match and, and keeping his title reign going. But Miz sold the match like he has a legitimate chance. Because it only takes one move, one low blow, to take down a Guther, and Miz can steal the opportunity and get the win. He won't. But I think they, it's hilarious it would be if he did, though. It would be hilarious if he did, but it was like, they made you believe, okay, Miz is once again credible. And he's really good at making himself seem credible just by cutting a promo. And that's what he did on Monday. Miz is one of the best at what he does. There's a reason why he's had the long that he's the reason why he's in the position that he's in, why he he gets a lot of the opportunities that he gets. He's an incredibly talented individual. And it's it's more rare now that we get the opportunity to see Miz really getting a very serious opportunity to showcase his skills. A lot of times they put him in the comedy sketches or they put him with the celebrities or they, they have him do a little bit more of the heavy lifting because he's one of their safer, if not the safest guys they have. Yeah to work with and so anytime they need someone like that they call on Miz they tap him for that but this it's like with Gunter it's like you look at the match and you're like oh it's Miz versus Gunter and you're like oh, well we all know how this is gonna go um but like Miz can cut a promo like nobody else he can sell a match like nobody else in that company and like you said in one one promo one promo he sold that match because you forget that about Miz that he he's a two time Grand Slam champion that he is a he is actually a certified Hall of Famer when first he first ballot Hall of Famer first ballot Hall of Famer like you forget that about him because they don't give him the accolades that he deserves they really don't you know like they sing Roman's praises and Cena's praises but they never sing. Mrs. Praises and really what all he's done and the impact that he's had on that company and all the hard work that he's put through. So, yeah, it's like, is Miz going to win this match? Absolutely not. Are they going to find his nipples fifth row? Absolutely yes. Is his chest going to suffer? 1000%. But this is going to be fucking good because Miz and Gunter are going to take it to each other. I fully expect Gunter, or excuse me, Miz to give Gunter a run for his money. But at the same time, like, I can also see, because they are teasing the problems in Imperium, that something happens and the, and uh, Vinci and Kaiser can't get there in time or they screw up and they cost Gunter the match to Miz by, like, DQ or something like that. Where Gunter gets to keep the title, but Miz beats him. And there's a point where Miz has him beat. And there's only one way to get to get Gunter out of that because we're seeing people begin to take Gunter to really kind of his limit and really push him beyond what he's been doing in the past where it's just chop chop slap throw somebody around all the other stuff we've seen it with Tommaso Ciampa we've seen it with um oh fuck who was it Gable Gable thank you that like they're just pushing Gunter harder and harder and harder and harder and forcing him to sort of begin to really defend that title whereas before he was just kind of coasting for a while it's like yeah okay title defense i'm gonna beat you up and win and now it's no now you have really serious contenders coming for gunter which is nice but in the end it's it's gonna be gunter all day long they're not gonna take that title off of him gunter gunter miss says the magical wheel of fun earlier tonight eight ball miss don't count on it 
Mm. Chat, this is your casual reminder. If you have Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen for an ad-free experience. Ding! Up next, we have the Women's World Championship matches. Zoe Stark challenges Mommy, Gay Rhea Ripley, for the title. This will be fun. It's going to be this good. Will- I'm trying to... It's done a good job this year building up Zoe. Her her uh-huh. interactions with Trish have done her well. Because um, if she didn't have her, I don't know what kind of credibility she would have had. She'd be a nice figure on the roster. But having Trish, you know, put her stamp on her has done really a good number for her. Now she's working with Shayna a little bit as well. She was called up at the right time and has delivered every time they put her in a role that she, she's needed to be in there. Whether it's been in there with Becky Lynch, teaming with Trish Stratus. Being in the five-way a couple weeks ago with Crown Jewel. And now getting the opportunity to take on Rhea Ripley at, at, at Survivor Series. Big moment for her. This is like the biggest match of her career. And I think she's going to put on a performance that will pretty much deliver for her. Which is going to be good. She, she's not going to win. But I can see her looking strong in defeat. I think she's going to take Rhea to her limit. And I will be the first to admit that we have not seen really a lot of what Zoe Stark can do. We're just starting to scratch the surface on her. Because she was down in NXT, she was doing really well in NXT, and then she fucked up her leg. She did get hurt again, yeah. And she was out, and she was out, and she was out, and she was out. And I don't think she really ever returned to NXT. I think they just brought her up after she got... She, no, she had a little point. bit of a run. She had a little, but not a lot. No. And then they brought her up, and she's, like you said, she's been doing really good things on the roster. She It took her a minute to find her footing, but she's found her footing. They've done a very lovely job of building her up, of putting her in this position, of getting her ready to go. Um, And this will be the first really big test for her in terms of one-on-one solo with Rhea Ripley. Do I think she's going to win? No. Absolutely not. That title's not moving. No, it's, um, not, it's not moving. But at the, but, at, at, the, at the same point, it's an opportunity to show that she can eventually be a champion in WWE. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. This, Like I said, this is a test. This is this is the proving ground to see if she can hang. What I've liked, in the, story, what I've liked in the story is she's, she stood up to Rhea every time. She's not back oh, yeah. down. Yeah, it's like, no, go, no, F you, no, let's fight. Let's go. And that's who, that's what her character really is. Yeah. She's that's what it's always been. Is she's kind of been this sort of like scrappy little underdog who's like, no, 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 I'm not going to take your shit. Let's go. Uh-huh. When, you know, and obviously she, that was less with Trish, but she's kind of refound that again very quickly since moving on from Trish. So like, like last night she was in the judgment days, you know, area and stuff with Shayna and she's just, you know, she stood, she sat there, looked, stared down Rhea, stood her in her face. Rhea's like, I respect what you just did, but I'm going to kick your ass too. You're going to get a beating <laughs> on, on Saturday. I didn't like it, but I respect it. I respect what you did, but you're going to pay. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to, you know, get the squirt bottle. We're just going to squirt you with it. Gonna make sure you pay come <laughs> come Saturday night. But Rhea's winning. Rhea's absolutely winning. There is there is no need to take the title off of her just yet, especially now that they're making changes within Judgment Day, and it's very likely that um, Judgment Day may be splitting soon, or they may be splitting people off of Judgment Day soon, um, depending on how this goes, because, you know, obviously... JD and Finn are gonna go do their own thing, maybe. But we'll see we'll see. Like, I don't anticipate Rhea losing at all. Do I think there might be some surprises some surprises in this? 
Could be, but I doubt it. I think all the surprises are coming for the next two matches. Quite possibly, yeah. Anyway, so you're going... I'm going with Mommy. I'm going Rhea. The Magical Wheel of Fun earlier tonight went with Zoe Stark. 8-Ball? Rhea? Nope. 8-Ball says nope. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. It's been making some interesting picks tonight. It has. But let's talk about some more games. Respect to Adam Pierce for um trying to do the William Regal. It's a thing now. It is a thing now, yeah. So let's do ladies first. The women's war game match in which Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch are taking on the new damage control, Bailey, Kari Sane, Asuka, and Io Sky. Last year, okay. da- last year, damage control rolled in in the war games. Now they're going back to war once again. Please, God, do not let Io Sky get in a trash can and throw herself off of the cage. Please don't <laughs> let her do that again. Please, she's, please. She's, she's kind of in the queen of war games. She is kind of the queen of war games. She she has fun in this match. They let her have fun in this match. Um, you've got some curious dynamics going on. Charlotte's side, you have pretty much everybody who does not like Charlotte, at least in Bianca and Becky. I like the sketch, the sketches between Becky and Charlotte, where Becky was on, like, trying to ignore Charlotte's call, and then it's like, oh, it's a fight? Okay, alright, yeah, I'll be right there. Like, I liked, I liked that part. Um, we also have the tension in damage control, where we have the returning saying who supposedly forgiven Bailey for, um, her transgressions before Kari left. And then, you know, Asuka is always a wild card, but could uh, Kari, Asuka, and Io maybe say bye-bye to Bailey and possibly cut her out of the group? I think it all depends on what happens at, at uh, Survivor Series. It all depends what happens in War Games, what kind of role Bailey plays. If Bailey takes the fall, that could add some dynamics to um, question whether she still belongs in the group. I mean, that is a curious question, because they really haven't done much. Like, that is, I think, the one general complaint about Damage Control is prior to EO really winning the title and winning Money in the Bank to get the title. Damage Control had amounted to a whole lot of kind of nothing. And I know they've been dealing with injuries and everything else. They never got the big singles win. They got the tag titles for a while, but beyond that, yeah... They were kind of here and there with the with what they were doing with them. Like it just it, it they were kind of a victim of bad writing, um, and but all of that has happened under Bailey's leadership. It has. So now it's so now it's well, Kari, Asuka, and Io, they're all buddy buddy, right? And Dakota. And Dakota, but I'm mainly focusing in on those three because like they're all buddy buddy, they're all friends, right? Brent's theory is Dakota's the leader. Dakota could be the leader. It's entirely possible. See, the way I can see it is that Kari, Asuka, and Io will all go off together, and Bailey and Dakota will kind of be left on their own. Or Dakota could just kick Bailey out of the group and basically be like, at this point, or I should, let me rephrase that, at this point, the group in general just kind of looks at Bailey and says, you are the reason we are not succeeding. You are holding us back. You have been holding us back. Like, thanks for the booze, thanks for getting our jobs back, but we're done. And here's where I, I can see the twist that is. B 
Bailey wins war game. She could. And her mass like damage control could be scheming on a ways to get her out. They keep teasing it on 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 SmackDown. Like, well, we were all talking, and then she's like, "What? What? What?" And like, Oscar's not officially entered until you give her the shirt. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, but what if Bailey wins Survivor Series? Her ego will be off the charts. And I think that would prolong her staying in damage control. Because as long as damage control is in control, things are good. When things start to spiral, then they got a question. Because it was Io and Dakota who kind of worked in bringing Kyrie into the group. Bailey was the one who sort of brought Asuka in. But was it really Bailey's idea or did other people kind of nudge her in that direction? Because I could see Bailey walking out with the win. And having the ego to drive the story for the next couple months leading to something happening at the Royal Rumble with the EO's title. I, that's where I can see it going. Like, I don't, when it comes to Team Charlotte with Becky and, and Bianca and, and Shotzi, it's like, what do they gain from the victory? Like, Charlotte pinning EO to, or winning, does that get her a title shot? Does Bianca get a title shot? Like, it doesn't do anything to advance any sort of story unless the idea is to further ascension and damage control then like yeah they win and everyone's happy and everyone's gonna be celebrating yada 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 i think it's more intriguing with a damage control win and bailey's the one who helps them get the win the other scenario is bailey sacrifices herself for say eo they may lose but bailey put herself in 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 the way of danger to help to like you know stop eo from getting hurt and that's how she takes the fall and it's like but 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 I I saw I took the bullet for you. I was a team player. I'm all about damage control. Those sort of dynamics I could see also playing out in this one. So I'm kind of leaning damage control for 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 Saturday's win. I don't know about you. I can see it going both ways, which is really difficult. Mm-hmm. To me, I think the more interesting story is if damage control wins. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, the the win, like the the group, the Charlotte group doesn't need the win. No. And you can set up multiple feuds between Becky and Charlotte, basically everybody on that team and Charlotte. Because we know that at least between two of them, ego could get in the way. We don't know how far people are willing to go. Do I think this is going to be a hell of a match? Yes. Do I think it's going to be brutal? Yes. Do I think it's going to be physical? Absolutely. Um. But the more interesting story and the story that they're really kind of pushing is damage control and what's going on in damage control, especially considering the fact that Kari Sane just returned mm-hmm. um, at Crown Jewel and what that whole dynamic is, especially now that Asuka has joined the group between Bailey, Kari Sane, Asuka, and Io Sky with Dakota probably at ringside. And now will they bring somebody out to re- neutralize Dakota? Could be. But I'm kind of going to go with you. I say damage control. I can also see this point. Damage control wins. They're celebrating in the ring. And then Asuka missed Bailey in the face. And it's a 3-on-1 beatdown on Bailey as well. I can I see, can see that, that too. I can see that happening. Just, just because. I'm just anticipating a turn on Bailey at some point. At some point, but I think a win prolongs it because I think everyone's expecting it here. I think a win will prolong it and you could drag this story out because you're kind of, to be real, December's going to be a slow month. <laughs> I don't think many stories are going to fully advance. No, they tend to wind down. 
in, in, in December before they begin really building for the Royal Rumble, but they could change that. They could start really pushing the Royal Rumble and start really pushing of how that match is going to go. They could, and this is the final WWE big premium live event of the year because there's no December 1. The December 1 is NXT deadline, so that's what we have in store. Alright, so I'm going damage control. You're going damage control. Earlier tonight, the magical wheel of fun one with Team Bianca. But April, does Team Bianca win? It is decidedly so. So there you go. Now we get to our main event. So your main event, your men's War Games match, features Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, and Seth Rollins with the fifth man, Randy Orton, taking on the Judgment Day. Valor, Dominic Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, and Senior Mr. Money in the Bank, Damian Priest, and they have a fifth. In Drew McIntyre. In Drew McIntyre, their so, latest member. The, well, he's not in Judgment Day. He made it clear Monday he's not in Judgment Day, but he, he's he, working he, with them. He's Judgment Day adjacent. He's just Judgment Day adjacent for one night only. Because Rhea got him in the ring with Jey Uso in a cage, and that's kind of what he wanted. And he'll get he'll get his opportunity to beat him around in a steel cage with everything that you can imagine this Saturday at War Game. Um, so I was curious... We've been building this up for months. It's been... Mm-hmm. We've seen every incarnation of Sammy versus Judgment Day, Cody versus Judgment Day, Seth versus Judgment Day, and so on and so forth. You had Kevin Owens in there, but now he's on SmackDown, so he was taking out this part of it. And now you add in that this this should be the finale. This should be the, the split between this feud between all these big names on Monday Night Raw. I don't know how much of a split because they're all still the biggest names you, you got, so you got to elevate some people coming out of this. But this will be the big blow-off of everything, and you can go in certain directions. Especially with Randy Orton coming back. It's been over a year and a half since Randy Orton's been out with a back injury. He it's kind back. of interesting he, that they're bringing him back in War Games. It is very interesting he's being, being brought back in War Games. He had the back fusion type things. And, you know, once you work on the back, it's it's kind of tricky. Those those fusions and, and stuff. So he's been re- working really, really hard to um, figure it all out. They really need to get rid of the draft and combine the brands. No, they don't. That's, no, that's, no, they don't. You got too much talent. You, you have to spread it all out. That's the, the hard it's a different discussion for another day. This semi-hard split is what they need. You can have people that can go back and forth if you need them to between Raw and SmackDown. Um, but you don't want everybody commingling with everybody. Like, the definitive rosters are, are, are good because it allows people to shine. Yeah. So, Randy's been dealing with the back injury and stuff like that. And it's really put him out for a while. And now he's working his way back. His doctors told him to retire. He's like, no. <laughs> so... That's always fun. And now, he's, now Randy's coming back, looking to the videos we that have popped up on social. He's, he looks to be in great shape, so hopefully he's come up with a plan to sort of work around the back. Probably can ask Sean about some stuff, because Sean had the same surgery and was out for a while. Sean was out four years, but that had other uh, elements involved in his uh disappearance for four years but what was interesting on monday they 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 were told okay so you have until the end of the night to find a fifth man also no he's not pulling a flare flare randy randy's was was cleared randy was officially cleared but by legitimate doctor by legitimate doctors but he says like no they the better interest is you'd retire but they tell that to all wrestlers with major surgeries to retire anyway so what happened on Monday? Until the end of the night to, to reveal their fifth member. And he's like, I made the phone call. Cody made the phone call. 
So he's in the ring. It's like I made a call, made a call, and you know we have this guy who I have a legacy with. And the crowd starts to pop, and everything, and you know he, he's an apex predator. The fans start chanting for Randy, Randy, and as he's going through the, 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 all the lines with voices in his head and everything like that, you look over at Jay, and Jay's not happy. Because the last time Randy Orton was on on television, it was the bloodline who took out Randy Orton. Yep. And Jay's reaction, because they never said Randy Orton as the official name, but the fans were saying Randy Orton, Randy Orton, so that's how they put it. And they, they put out the graphic today that it's, it's him. Jay's like, well, shit, um, I guess I gotta apologize to another person now. <laughs> because Jay just, it's not Uso really doesn't like Orton, it's, he's screwed Randy before. Several times. He screwed up. Jay has amends, has amends to make with a lot of people for his days in the bloodline. So everyone has to come around to him. And maybe Randy will forgive him. Or maybe he won't. That That's the big question. But for one night, they will get along. Get along. 18 months is a long time in wrestling. So the big thing is, he, Jay did screw so many people. This is Hunter now booking Randy. That's how uh-huh. long it's been. Vince was in charge the last time Randy wrestled. And Hunter's been in charge for over a year. So do the math on that one. Which is a really interesting dynamic. Uh, how that's all taking place. Um, Drew. Drew's going to be a wild card because he wants to like take out Jay and all these things. And kind of make his mark. And then there's the rest of the Judgment Day. I think JD's going to get tossed around and, and get beat down a, a bunch. I think we'll see some crazy spots. Dom will go flying off a cage, I think. Um, I think all in all, it's going to be a really good fight. I think the good guys win. The interesting story is what happens if the Judgment Day loses. And who who takes that pin and who costs them that victory, right? Because we've been seeing the tension with JD and just how there's the dynamic in Judgment Day has been thrown off. And there's just between, it's like basically between Damien and Finn at this point and JD adjacent. Like that that whole dynamic. Um, and what that's going to do if JD or Finn cost them that match, if they take the pinfall and they lose, will somebody be exercised from the Judgment Day and kicked out? And Damien takes over the leadership, or Rhea takes over the leadership, because Rhea's really kind of been acting more as a leader lately in terms of recruiting Drew, in terms of trying to keep things together and keep things going. She's really been the, the glue that's held them all together. She's been the um, glue, she's been the glue, but for this night, for this match, Damien's the leader. He let it slip the other week, but he's now the leader, at least going to his match. And what will be interesting, what if the leader loses? Yeah, will Damien be kicked out? What if Damien loses and how he will have to make amends for losing war games? Because I think that's how it finishes. I think Damien's the one who eats the fall. And then Rhea then will have to question his leadership. And I think that's the next story you tell. Well, you wanted to be the leader and we lost. Now what? Yeah, I think... Things haven't been going so hot with you being the leader, so let's talk about that. Let's figure that one out. And, you know, now you here's your briefcase. You do what you want. You guys are tag champs. Figure this out. You're the leader. But now that you're leading, things aren't great. Fix them. But, yeah, Randy's back. I think Randy, Randy looks the strongest. Finn was never the leader. Finn played it being the leader. But it was the al- thing it's, is, al- it's always Rhea. The thing is, with Randy in particular... Randy does not have a lot of, in the wrestling industry as a active performer. This will probably be 
one of his final matches because if he's coming back, it's not going to be full time. I don't anticipate him wrestling every week. No, he probably wasn't before. Yeah, if it, if his schedule was, you know, hey, I'm going to be there for every Monday and work every work a house show every month. I think the house shows are done. Um, oh yeah, he hasn't done. I don't think he's done house shows for years. No, he does one loop a month. I think it was. But like, Randy is, I think, about to get the taker schedule or a lighter version or like a heavier. He I think he's going to get the Sean. He's had the Sean, though, because he doesn't work summers. True. So I think hes they're going to move him on to more of the Taker's schedule, where he wrestles a handful of times a year at most, just to help lengthen him out, if at all. And that depends on how much longer he keeps going, because Randy may be coming back for one final run. He could be retiring at WrestleMania. Or he could be retiring at any other pay-per-view he chooses, but likely WrestleMania. And then he's out. Because that could be what the driving force is. If the doctors have recommended he retire to do his back, it's like, okay, I want to come back. I want to have one more run, and I want to get, get out. And I'm done. Yeah. Like, this could be it for Randy Orton, which is really sad, and I feel old because I remember when he debuted. Um, 2002. Oh, God, I feel old now. Um, But, like, this could be it. So you want to make sure that you push Randy as hard as you possibly can, especially since it's likely he's going to become a feature performer. And the story is really with Judgment Day. It's not with the team good guy. Are, are there stories there? Yes. Will there be tension there? Yes. But the more interesting story is what's going on with Judgment Day and what happens after um, after they lose and who takes the pinfall and do they still stay together because failure cannot be tolerated. Indeed. So... I'm going Team or- Team Cody. You're going... Team Cody. Magical Wheel of Fun went Team Cur- Cody earlier tonight. A-Paul. Team Cody? It is certain. Okay. Sorry, Cody. You're losing. <laughs> We're doomed! You're, you're losing on that one. But that, that's the gobble-gobble. That is the gobble-gobble-wobble-wobble Thanksgiving spectacular. So we're thankful for y'all listening. We hope you enjoyed. Um... And we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate it. But you got stuff to plug, so plug away. So coming up next, we'll be CBO Not So Live Live talking AEW Full Gear. Everything else we do is all up in the air. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. There'll be some sort of content Saturday. I don't know what show yet. We're going to figure that one out. Sunday is WTR Sunday night. Russell Talk Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night is the Rob Poe Show. We'll be back a week from Thursday for The Rack live at 10 p.m. Eastern. That Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com says Wild Talk Radio Network, The Rack Radio Show, and all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcast. Just search The Rack Radio Show chat. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also use Curry Code Rock and Talk or Linz M. Ward in the Fortnite Diamond Shopper Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-N-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv Lensward, where I stream Genshin Impact and Honkai Star Rail. You can follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Lensward. And you can check me out on the TikToks Lensward Zero. And while you're like subscribing and bells and doing all the things, because, you know, you enjoy our social media so much, go check out Matt over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211 and all his amazing content. Like, subscribe to his content and tell him we said hi. But with that, Rock and I, or at least I'm going to go chill and chat. Rock's going to go do the uh, CB Radio Nuts Alive where they talk about A of the E of the W. 
and we will see you all next week, maybe, for the rack. So till then, bye. Wanna be done? So let's give it one more groove. Step side to side, reach high and low. Wiggle your shoulders and make a pose. Repeat side to side, high and low. Shake your feathers and point your toes. Now say gobble, gobble, gobble. Just say